This is Party on the Peninsulas, your weekly update on the people and policies leading Michigan, with Michigan Democratic Party Chair Lavora Barnes. I'm Lavora Barnes, Chair of the Michigan Democratic Party, and this is Party on the Peninsulas. The word this week, competence. Political campaigns too often revolve around the flashy, hugging on our emotions, sometimes even instilling fear if you vote the wrong way. It's too easy to get distracted by high-profile wars with Disney, insults designed to tear down opponents, made-up scandals and conspiracies, dog whistle appeals to our worst instincts, or sometimes campaigns spouting outright lies. What really matters in the long run? Electing leaders who can get the job done. Competence isn't exciting, but it matters. Our Democratic leaders are showing that excellence in getting the job done is their first priority. They aren't flashy. They're just good at doing their jobs. More on that in a moment. But first, our weekly summary of the week's political and policy news with Dorian Tyus. I'm Dorian Tyus. Here are some of the stories impacting Michigan politics and policy this week. A worldwide financial crisis was avoided as President Biden brokered a bipartisan agreement to lift the nation's debt limit for two years while protecting vital programs throughout the federal government. Speaking from the Oval Office in a 13-minute address, Biden said the nation had narrowly avoided economic catastrophe and that the wide-ranging agenda he had pushed through during his first two years in office would not be derailed. Passing this budget agreement was critical. The stakes could not have been higher, the president said. No one got everything they wanted, but the American people got what they needed. We averted an economic crisis and an economic collapse. Governor Whitmer has created the Growing Michigan Together Council to develop a statewide strategy aimed at making Michigan a place everyone wants to call home by attracting and retaining talent, improving education throughout the state, upgrading and modernizing our transportation and water infrastructure to meet the 21st century needs, and continuing Michigan's economic momentum. Over the last few decades, the governor said, we have seen Michiganders find opportunity elsewhere because jobs and talent have been pushed out of the state. Since taking office, I've made it a priority to change the narrative. We're lowering costs, attracting good-paying jobs, investing in education from preschool to post-secondary, protecting our natural resources, and expanding fundamental rights. With today's announcements, we're continuing our work to grow the state and build a better, stronger Michigan. The governor and Democratic leaders in the State House and Senate also announced the Make It in Michigan initiative, designed to help people, businesses, and communities continue to grow and thrive through investments in the Michigan workforce, revitalization of communities, and a continued push to bring jobs and supply chains back to the state. Attorney General Dana Nessel has made multiple arrests as the result of a major and ongoing investigation launched by the department's newly established Organized Retail Crime, ORC, unit. Search warrants were executed on eight locations throughout Metro Detroit, leading to the arrest and arraignment of three individuals on felony charges revolving around a substantial interstate food stamp fraud enterprise alleged to be responsible for thefts totaling more than $4 million. Attorney General Nessel says her office is making, quote, good progress on public integrity and government investigations, 
and plans to decide whether to issue charges by the end of the year. Nestle told Bridge, Michigan, those cases include a probe into sexual assault and campaign finance allegations against former House Speaker Lee Chatfield and spending by a nonprofit tied to former Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky, both Republicans. The Attorney General's office also plans to wrap up probes into fake electors accused of aiding former President Donald Trump's attempt to overturn his 2020 election loss in a petition signature fraud scandal that kept five gubernatorial candidates off the 2022 ballot. Former Republican U.S. Representative Liz Cheney told the Mackinac Policy Conference on Mackinac Island on Thursday, she's not ruling out a run for president, but that whatever she decides to do politically, her motivation for now remains making sure former President Donald Trump is a reelected. I am not making any announcements here today, Cheney said. Right now, I'm really focused on making sure Donald Trump isn't anywhere close to the Oval Office ever again. The State House has passed bills aimed at preventing the kind of sexual assault perpetrated by former Michigan State University athletics team physician Larry Nasser. House Bill 4120 requires the creation of a comprehensive training materials for individuals required to report suspected child abuse. House Bills 4123 and 4124 prohibit an individual from intentionally using their professional authority over another person to prevent that person from reporting certain crimes, including child abuse, criminal sexual conduct, and assault with intent to commit criminal sexual conduct. For more information on these and other stories, go to our website, partyonthepeninsula.com. For Michigan Democratic Party headquarters in Lansing, I'm Dorian Titus. Thank you, Dorian. Chairperson Barnes, as you indicated in the open, doing your job properly does not generate headlines. Certainly, if you screw up, you're going to be on the front page of the newspapers and in the, in the newscasts and everything. But if you're just doing your job, people often don't notice because you're really kind of expected to do your job. But that seems to be what's happening right now with our leadership, starting with our president, solving what seemed to be the Rubik's Cube of national policy and getting it done like it was easy, extending the national debt limit. Exactly. Fixing the problem with a leader in Speaker McCarthy that I think most of us thought was not someone that we could actually get a deal done with. And this is the skill set that Joe Biden has, that Joe Biden brought to the presidency, the, the years of experience in that Congress that lead him to be able to sit side by side with just about anyone, including this speaker and get a deal done, a deal that many Democrats and Republicans thought could never happen. And they made it happen and did so, so that we have bipartisan votes in the House and Senate to get it passed. It's, it's the kind of Washington DC miracle that frankly, Joe Biden was built to make happen. And he has made it happen with skill and aplomb. And we are, are proud to, to have him as a president and lucky to have him as our president. I found it interesting too, that in the Senate, there wasn't a whole lot of noise coming out of either Leader Schumer or Leader McConnell, for that matter. Yet in 24 hours, they got 63 votes to, f to finish the deal. That's exactly right. Got it done last night in a way that I think a lot of us weren't expecting to happen so easily. Made it look easy, although I know it wasn't. I know that was a lot of hard work for a lot of folks to get it done. 
led by by this president who has shown us once again why we chose him to be our president at this moment. We, we needed a Joe Biden to get this done, and Joe Biden got it done. At the state level, it's much the same thing. I get a lot of news releases from the governor, the attorney general, the secretary of state on good things that are happening in Michigan right now, whether it's fixing yeah. the roads or cleaning up the branch offices for the secretary of state or fighting consumer fraud, all of these things. And you don't see those on the front page either, but that's really the jobs that Whitmer, uh, Nessel, and Benson are doing. Right. Just getting their jobs done. And, you know, as, as, I, as much as I like to complain about the, the road construction, <laughs> we want these roads fixed. And Whitmer is fixing the damn road left and right. Everywhere I go now, I see orange barrels and folks hard at work, good paying, hardworking jobs to get these these roads done. And, you know, they're, they're all up on Mackinac now talking about the, the other priorities that this governor and this legislature have had. And they really are just you know, putting their, what is, what is it? What is it you put to the grindstone? Is it your nose to the grindstone? Whatever it is you put to the grindstone, these folks are putting it to the grindstone and getting this work done without a lot of noise, without a lot of fanfare, without a lot of drama, just getting the work done. And I'm, I'm so proud to watch them get it done. And you talk about the meeting with the Greater Detroit Chamber leaders on Mackinac Island. Those leaders, for the most part, are very results oriented. It's not so much with them about you know re waging war with Disney or Trump's latest insult. They want to see the state get some things done that are going to help their companies, help their employees, and help their shareholders. That's exactly right. And I, I think that they're they're giving an object lesson in how a a functional legislature works, how a functional legislature that works with its governor, its attorney general, its secretary of state works. This is uh, a lesson I think that we can not only take to heart here in Michigan, but frankly nationally you know other legislators other other democratic governors should be looking to this governor and her leadership and how you get things done for your state they're, they're showing it every day and it's impressive let's talk the politics of this just a little bit these are the sorts of things that should make it relatively easy for joe biden to get reelected for other democrats to to win elections but it's not easy at all how do we get the message out there when people really don't pay a whole lot of attention to good news we have to tell the story over and over again and everywhere we go. You know, I'm encouraging our our members, our, our, our elected members of this party to tell the story everywhere they can, to find a, find a room where there are Democrats or voters anywhere and talk about the hard work that this legislature is doing and the good work that they are doing for the people of Michigan. They're, it's such a great story to tell. The Biden story, the Kamala Harris story, the Democrats in Congress story, the Democrats in the state legislature story, they have so many things we can point to that our Democrats have done for the people of Michigan and for the people of this country. And we just have to say it over and over again in every venue we can, everywhere we can. This is what happens when you elect Democrats in Washington. This is what happens when you elect Democrats in Lansing. And we just need to continue to point to that from now until Election Day over and over again. Tell that story. Tell that story to your neighbors. Tell that story to your friends. Tell that story as you stand in line to pay for your grocery. Everywhere we go, we tell the story of what it means to get Democrats elected and what it means when Democrats are in leadership position. It's funny you mentioned groceries. I saw a, an, an item in the news this morning as I was perusing the internet. Nobody's saying a whole lot about the price of gasoline these days, but it's down like a buck and a half from where it was a year ago. When it was going up, 
front page news, record setting gas prices and all of that, record setting inflation. But inflation's coming down. Food prices are beginning to settle in. I noticed the price of eggs has gone from like $4 a dozen down to about a buck and a half. The price of gasoline's going down. Again, things people kind of take for granted and brush offs. It's funny how the, the noisemakers do get quiet about those sorts of issues. We, we were hearing a nonstop drumbeat about the price of gas for a long time. But as, as it has come down, those folks have gotten very quiet. They certainly are not as interested in talking about it on the way down as they were talking about it on the way up. Same with the price of our groceries. Same with the price of everything. Same, same with anything that they want to, to point to the leadership of President Biden and Vice President Harris or Governor Whitmer and say that they've gotten it wrong. They absolutely do not point when they've gotten it right. That's why it's important that we tell the story of when we're getting it right and when the people of Michigan, the people of this country are, 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 are feeling better about the economy. This is not something that the Republicans are going to tell the story of. It's why we have to tell the story. You mentioned the legislature as well. And over there, you've got two leaders with the Senator Winnie Brinks and Speaker Joe Tate. They have the smallest possible majorities in their two chambers. Yet you don't see headlines about this legislature in deadlock. You don't see headlines about how the state is facing the shutdown of state government because the budget is in crisis or any of that. It's just the legislature is doing its thing and getting the job done. Just quiet, quiet competence, right? Just these folks coming to work every day with a plan and executing that plan, a plan that they built while they were running for these positions, while we were running for office in the state legislature. And the Winnie Rinks and Joe Tate come in and execute that plan step-by-step, step, quietly getting it done. I want to shift completely to a different topic just for a moment because it intrigues me personally, and that is the situation with the presidential primary. Michigan was moved up, so it would be one of the first primaries in the nation, and we're on track to do that. Legislature is doing its part. But the state of Georgia, which was supposed to be one of the first ones as well, their Republican legislature and their Republican leadership in the executive branch has not changed their date. So they're now out of the top five under the Democratic Party rules. What's that going to mean for Michigan? What's it going to mean actually for the whole process? Is it going to have to, are they going to have to go back and start from the beginning? So I, I, I saw, I saw the updates from Georgia and I, I felt bad for, for, for my sister chair in Georgia because, you know, she, she was in a tough, tough position and her legislature and her secretary of state just refused to budge on this um, to make it possible for, for Georgia to be an early state. I have not seen any updates from the DNC. I don't expect that this changes anything for us. I think we stay exactly where we are and that poor, poor, our poor friends in Georgia just don't get to move up. And they, it's unfortunate that politics have played uh, a role here in, in blocking Georgia from being an early state. But Michigan is, is in a terrific position. We will remain in that position and we will hold our primary on the date that the DNC has asked us to. And we're in good shape. And I feel for our friends in Georgia. Really, I guess the only question in Michigan is what are our friends on the other side of the aisle going to do with their process? Because as it stands right now, the, the date that we've put into law does not work with the Republican Party's rules. Right. And I've heard some, some interesting stories about the possibility of the Republicans in Michigan having a convention, having a caucus. I think that they are continue to be in a little bit of disarray about how they're going to handle their presidential primary here. And we've, we've got a plan for ours and we're going to we're going to move forward with with our plans. And it'll be interesting to see what the Republicans do on their side. A little bit of disarray. You are being very kind. <laughs> I try to be kind. Well, I try. <laughs> 
LaVar, always good talking with you. You have yourself a, a wonderful week, and we'll be back in about seven days. All right. We'll see you then. Thank you. That's our update for this week. Our goal with this podcast is providing another major resource for Michigan Democrats as we build towards the 2024 election and beyond. We really welcome your feedback on how to make this podcast more useful for you and other party leaders. Just send us an email. It's comments at partyonthepeninsulas.com. And please, please, please share this weekly podcast on your social media. Spread the word to Democrats across Michigan. We'll return in a week with more about your Michigan Democratic Party. On behalf of Chairperson Barnes, I'm Walt Sorg. Thank you for listening. Party on the Peninsula is a production of the Michigan Democratic Party.